is up? What is up? All right, this is going to be an awesome episode. Everybody and my mother is talking about AI and how they can use it to pump up the jam on their business. And there's a really interesting transition that's going on. Right now is one of those rare open windows for you to be able to leverage AI before your competitors arrive and do it in a way that gives you a significant, not only time advantage, but ability to engage with more prospects and clients and move them through the decision-making process. And coming up in a moment, my friend Kane Minkus is going to be with us and he's going to break it all down so you can use AI in your business to leverage it so you can have that advantage. This podcast is brought to you by the WireBuzz team. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because I've spent the past decade growing WireBuzz into a digital marketing powerhouse designed to maximize clarity in complex sales processes so we can help accelerate revenue. And we do this in three phases. Phase one, we transform your website to function like your best salesperson and then also incorporate persuasive on-demand sales videos. Now your entire team is aligned on messaging and they're injecting massive clarity into your prospect's head. So your site looks great, but it also has engaging content that helps your team sell on demand 24 seven. The next phase, phase two, we train your sales and marketing teams to sell remotely or in person to expand the impact of your sales team. And the third phase is we develop and run targeted ads to your prospects, scale those ads to help you achieve more business results. Sign up for the WireBuzz Company newsletter to learn more about effective and simple ways to improve your company messaging, attract more digital attention, and ultimately make more sales. All right, so you are in for a treat today. I'm joined right now by a dear friend of mine, Kane Minkus. He has started 40 businesses, done over $500 million in sales. He's a three-time best-selling author and an award-winning speaker, Kane Thanks for joining me on the Toddcast. <laughs> you got it. Was that a award-winning stinker? <laughs> I was hoping you didn't notice that. I probably am an award-winning stinker if you ask my kids. But uh... <laughs> I love that. I was doing, dude. Honestly, I was doing really well until I dropped the award-winning stinker. <laughs> That's awesome. There's no way we're editing that. It's too funny. <laughs> that's in the blooper reel for sure you know yeah. i invited uh, richard branson on stage i said uh, the only man who can uh, win connect four and only three moves he has uh, mastered the art of slamming revolving doors and was the only one who was changing his own nappies as a child the guy came out like dog <laughs> that's so funny hey kane i'm super interested in where you're headed next like you've always been on the cutting edge you've been teaching thought leaders and business uh, business leaders for geez, decades on how to get next level in their business. And now you've dropped the bomb by teaching AI. What's this big, let's, yeah, let's get to that in just a second, but where do you see AI going and how do you see businesses use it? Um, okay, so I'm super excited to talk about this topic. You know, we've actually been using AI in our companies for a long time. AI has been around since the 1950s, so it's nothing new. But just 
in the last six months, it's become commercially viable for you and me and everybody to essentially have it and utilize it in forms that we can absolutely move things forward. So we're using it across such a broad spectrum. Let me answer your first question, which is where do people use it? So um, it kind of depends a little bit uh, upon your your responsibility set in the business. Like if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, um, especially if you're a small or solopreneur, you got to have your hats on for everything. You're, you get your hands in everything. You got marketing, sales, uh, you're in strategy, you're in building the products for your business, you're in leadership, you're in communications. But if you're like, I don't know, if you're uh, a manager and you've got a certain set of responsibilities, it's going to just supercharge your productivity. If you are uh, a CEO and your your job is visionary leadership and strategy and systematizing your leaders, then that's where you're going to kind of go to work on it. If you're in marketing, then you're going to be using it there. And the reality is AI is just being used everywhere all the time. In fact, in the last several months, my team and I have mapped out 3,000 business actions that go on in companies. And we've mapped AIs across every one of those business actions. So you can be using an AI and essentially every component of one's business, no matter how large the corporation or no matter how small the solopreneur might be. Okay, so our opportunity right now is to find out of those 3,000 ways, um, what are the ones that are relevant to our job or our team's job as a business leader and start getting them educated on how to use AI during this massive open window opportunity. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know what, you know what I would suggest, because a lot of people ask about the, you know, the tech side of AI or like, how do we use it? There's actually, I think, a much bigger conversation, which is how we're relating to it, because it's, 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 it's going to be a, a paradigm shift for humanity, just like when the industrialization came out. And that totally changed. Now we had robots and robotics and machines taking over a lot of the jobs. And that shift they shifted or pivoted which i always said shivered <laughs> which is the mixture between shift and pivot so shivered yeah. <laughs> and shiva <laughs> that's right it pivoted or shifted where human value lived and that changed everything you know yeah. when we look at how we engage in humanity and society professionally or even just on a daily basis we live inside of a context and a web of where do i provide value and what's available for me in order to get done what i need to get done I mean, just on a basic level, like, hey, I need food. It's like, how do I go to the grocery store and pick up food? Well, as soon as DoorDash came along, it changed the way we took actions in the world. So as soon as we had DoorDash, we I haven't gone to a grocery store in like three years. And it, started, it probably started mostly with COVID. COVID was a violent shove forward into, hey, you can't do what you're used to doing. And we all like scrambled to go, how are we going to get groceries? How are we going to get our kids educated? How are we going to get all these things done? And so there was a massive wave of opportunity and awareness Many of the things that we started using during COVID were there prior to COVID. Zoom was prior to COVID. That wasn't invented yeah. in COVID. Yo, DoorDash Lysol wasn't. wipes, and I'm still Lysol wiping broccoli when it comes in the house. Got to clean that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, hand sanitizer. I didn't even think of hand sanitizer. Now we got like 25 bottles in our, in our cabinets, right? And we still use them. So that's what's going on with AI is that it's actually slowly and it's going to start to gain some momentum here. It's really just kind of been commercially released about three to six months ago it's of course been around a long time but now everybody my mother my you know my sister my kids my 13 now everybody can get on and use it and that's starting to create this snowball effect which is going to become a you know so snowballs work they roll downhill until they be they're really big and that's going to create a massive force of paradigmic shift so what i would probably love to even share with your audience todd is what are the shifts that are going on how do we need to change the way we're thinking because if we don't do it until the world has changed it's much harder for people to catch up Whereas if they can get ahead of it and start to change the way they think, they can become prepared for it. 
And you're also the one that can specialize in your industry, in your niche, in your business. If you're an early adopter, you've got advantages that other people don't have when they sit back because they're too comfortable to learn the new trick. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and now, like, now is not the time to be skeptical, to be resistant. Like, now is the time to learn and jump in and get going because it's critical right now. I mean, this is not the kind of thing that you learn overnight. It's a significant, massive shift. It's a little bit like when the internet came out, right? And when the internet came out, it was, you know, you had your skeptics, you had your slow adopters, you had your fast adopters, you had kind of everything. And the reality is, is that those that adopted it quickly had major opportunities open up for them in whatever area they were adopting it. And they also understood it so they could keep building faster and faster and faster on it. You know, eventually, just like anything, like a sport or a language or a skill set, you learn your basics and then you keep building upon it. Well, this is one that's going to get integrated into every human society, every, every human level. Everything in life is going to be affected by AI. So you might as well get started right away so you can stay up with the, the wave and the trend. Okay, I love this. Can you give me an idea for, uh, for a couple different types of business use cases that would be really helpful for somebody just like as a business owner? You know, this is how you would, you, these are some options of how you could use it. I know how I'm using it right now is before I have to do a webinar, I say have to, what I really meant to say is get to do a, a <laughs> webinar with my friend Kane Minkus, like we did just a couple weeks ago, I'll write the first draft out of chat GPT and have it write it in Kane Minkus's voice. And then I go in and make the adjustments to it. But what are, that to me is the obvious, but what are some ways that business leaders are gonna use it that may not be so obvious? Yeah, so it's a great question. So what I actually do, I do two things. I mean, I, I have a lot of companies, so I've got my hands in a lot of different things. But what I would consider what I actually spend my day doing, other than directing my teammates and partners, is I actually work with CEOs who are scaling their companies, six, seven, or eight figures, and they want to go to seven, eight, or nine figures. Okay, and that's what I'm working on with them. And so this question has come up in every single private meeting that I've been working on. The other thing that I do with my day is I teach and train. I love presenting and training and teaching uh, small business owners. So those that don't can't afford kind of that private consulting and that private advising, they come into our uh, mastermind groups and in our groups. So I've been talking about this now for months and every single one of my private CEOs that I work with, I have been training them on how to use it. So I've got lots and lots of use cases for it. But let's start with maybe this, you asked for those, like the small business owner. So let's let's look at the small business owner. So because this can, inf this can infiltrate every single area of a business, I mean, I'll give you one example, which is I look at, and one of my first questions I have the people that I'm training ask is, where am I spending a lot of my time, okay? And it could be, the other question could be is, where am I doing things I really would prefer not to be doing, but I know have right. to get done, right? So as a responsible business owner and entrepreneur, we know that we have to get things done. It doesn't matter whether we like them or not, right? right. If, uh, if I'm a solo consultant or coach or advisor or uh, expert graphic designer or something, and I need to bring in clients, I have to create materials to get people aware of me, marketing, right? I gotta do some marketing. Right. So if I need to be on social media and I need to be creating posts, I need to be spending time doing posts okay now i don't know about you but i hate social media so of course right. we either outsource it to you know to uh, you know teams or to people or we spend time on it because we have to but either way it's kind of like kind of begrudgingly right well now we actually don't need to spend a lot of time on it now i want to make the point that we the way we teach ai and what i think is a really powerful and responsible integration is not to have it replace what you do it's to right. assist. So all of our training programs, everything that I do, all my consult, it's all 
AI assistant. It's the AI assistant CEO. It's the AI assisted entrepreneur. Like we're not looking to replace you. And that's not the idea. The idea is to assist you. Just like Steve Jobs said that the computer is a bicycle for the mind. AI is becoming that enabler. It should be moving us forward, not taking us out of the picture. Because even though AI is incredible and it's like a super powered, you know, it's like taking all the great minds of the world. I mean, think about just doing this interview. Why did you want to do this interview? Well, you probably respect or think what I know is valuable to share. Well, if we could take every great mind and put it into one place, you've got an amazing, amazing resource. Mm -hmm. But every system has its limitations and so does AI. And so we as humans always adapt to wherever those limitations are to keep taking it further. That's part of why we're extraordinary organisms on this planet. So right. the idea here is that we take that AI and if we want to create, I don't know, a blog post or we want to create a social media post for Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, we can go into ChatGPT and we can prompt it. And by the way, ChatGPT, which has just become one of the most well-known, it's one of thousands. We've gone through 4,000 AIs in the last three months. Our team is constantly going. Every day there's like 120 new AIs that are coming out. We're developing AIs right now. Like there's so much AI that's pouring onto the marketplace right now that it's not just ChatGPT, although a lot of it is getting powered by the OpenAI engines. So you're seeing basically the core engine being utilized in all these different ways. But there is way more than ChatGPT out there. But let's just, let's just focus just on ChatGPT for a second because it's so, so well known. So if I go to ChatGPT and I, and I prompt it to give me a blog post, awesome. It's done in like four seconds, okay? Now, I need to prompt it. And so part of By the way, it's what you get out of it. It's done faster than what you can even read. Like I try to speed read while it's typing. It types faster than I can read. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And the accuracy is incredible. So we're using, of course, we use the paid version, of course, which is chat four, or sorry, I should say it's GPT 4.0. And you get high conciseness out of it, high accuracy, right? And so naturally, we're not looking for it to just replace it, but my gosh, if I could, if I had to spend, sit down and spend a half hour, you know, I don't know, once a week, typing up blog posts and getting stuff done, or if I even had to take 20 minutes to get interview, which is how we've done a lot of our, our social media, hired somebody, they, they interviewed us. Well, now we have the cost of that. We have the time cost. They would interview us for 20 to 30 minutes. Then they would take what we talked about, turn into blog things. We'd have to then review it. That all gets done in like 15 seconds now. So I can go in and prompt ChatGPT, boom, and it hands me a blog. I review through it. I adjust it. I may even ask it to edit it or engage in it. So I've, I've gone from being a doer, which a lot of CEOs and executives and, and, and business owners, they, they don't want to really admit it, but they are really doing stuff all day long. They're doing busy work all day long because it's part of their job. Somebody's got to do it and they can't outsource that. But now we can. We can have these AIs basically get the busy work done and they can get 70% of it done. They can give us back 70% of our lives and we can go through it. And then we can even prompt and interact with it. So it's not like you disappear. It's not like you just say, do it, goodbye. It does it and it goes and posts it. And you're like, oh my gosh, I hope it doesn't make me look like a fool. It's we interact with it. Okay, I, I love it. It's It does have significant time benefits like you just detailed out. And not using it is akin to a, a CEO of a company or a business leader not using other technology that already came that they've learned to adopt in their life to make their life more efficient or effective. And... It also helps you cut down cost in your business, which is another thing that I love because you're going to be able to not have as many people or not have to hire other people to do certain tasks. So there's significant advantages. Hey, let's talk about money, by the way. For those that don't know, does, does, yeah, it's a good topic. For those that don't know, does using AI cost money? 
Okay, well, it doesn't have to, but yes. I mean, the answer is really yes. These, this is built. This whole, this whole industry is being built essentially on like a SaaS model or you know a, a monthly usage kind of thing. There is costs to all of these companies to be using the computing, so they have costs too. So um, you can get a lot of free stuff, and you can get a lot done out of the free stuff. But just like just like every SaaS system or tech, you kind of can get to a certain point, and then you're limited. And they say, look, if you like our stuff, we put in a lot of time, energy, and brain power into it. Now you got to pay. But we're talking about like it's like twenty bucks a month for Chat GPT, or at least that's what we signed up at. 20, I mean, oh my gosh, like for two hundred and forty bucks a year, it's a no-brainer. In fact, I, I would even I would think that these systems are going to get way more expensive over time. Yeah, I actually think that the first time I used it, it in one usage saved me a, a, like a couple hundred dollars worth of time. Yeah, and, and you know, we're, and we we're just talking about blog posts. I mean, this is a tiny little sliver of the world of, right. of business. But, you know, we've used it for email campaigns. I mean, I, I would sit down with our copywriters and we would either pay five to 10 grand to have an email campaign. You know, you get your 12 emails to market something and then you get your eight follow-up emails and your 25 texts and all, you know, all that stuff. Now we can sit down and we can just do it ourselves with ChatGPT and we can get all this stuff done. What used to take me three to five days to put together with our copywriters took me around two hours to get done and implemented. Plus now you've got AI that can create the emails and the copy which is assisted, then we review, and we make sure we like them, we tweak and touch up for more specificity. So it's not, it doesn't just do it, we don't just turn our brains off, but it gets it again about 70, 80% of the way there. Then you got some push bushing campaigns where you can set up the prompts and then the campaigns populate out and you just start doing, you're kind of, you're becoming more of what I consider like a producer. You're producing the stuff than having to be the one doing everything. And by the way, it's gonna do it faster, cheaper and better than what you can do. I mean, I've been writing copy for 25 years and I still do, th I, tr I prompted, I'm like, oh, that was more succinct than I would have said. I was gonna drone on for too long. So it is yeah. really helping even experts get more options to do it even better. Which I love, cause I, you're a really great copywriter. You know, I own a marketing agency. So I read your copy like last week or two weeks, you sent it over to me and I was like, damn, it kind of pissed me off. I was like, that's <laughs> really good. And you know, when you like something, when you read somebody else's and you get a little pissed off. <laughs> and um, so the fact so, that so even- Go ahead, sorry, sorry. Your, just the, yeah, the fact that even at your level of copywriting, you can use it and use it to do 75 to 80% of the heavy lifting allows you to even polish it up more and not burn your mental calories on the 75 or 80%. Yeah. And, and that we were able to do that in the stuff that I sent you to market the things that we're doing together is we actually trained our AI. So it's not just like we just go in and we just use what everybody else is. You can train your AI. It's a little bit like I've, I've got, I got a three-year-old son. It's like train your dragon. <laughs> You've seen that the yeah. Disney. Yeah, of course. We train our AI, right? So it can speak like us, think like us, communicate like us. It's got our background. It's got our bios, our history. And now we happen to have a lot of content out there, but this is one thing that I think a lot of people are going to start to change is you actually want to generate content to train your AI. We've got over 3,000 videos and hundreds of thousands of script pages that we've now sent through our AI so that they kind of can act just like us. So now we've got our email systems hooked up to our AI. So when I get an email, which I usually get three to 500 emails a day that I got to respond to, those are the ones I have to respond to, not even right. the message I don't care about. They're now getting sent right over from, from our Gmail system right over to ChatGPT ChatGPT creates responses based upon how we've trained it for our thinking process patterns and communication patterns. It sends it back to Gmail and it puts it into drafts. So it doesn't just send it out blindly. 
then at the end of the day, I can scan through my emails and I can adjust here, tweak here, do that and go send, 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 send. I can get through emails that were taking up three hours of my time a day in 20 minutes now. It's crazy. It's crazy. The other day you showed me your emails that you've got to reply to. And then instantly I thought, if that's what my inbox looked like, and my inbox is a digital crime scene, um, I'd have to talk to my therapist if, because <laughs> like the amount of replies that you've got is just ridiculous. By the way, if you guys don't know Kane, or maybe you've been following me for years, but you haven't run into the uh, force of Kane Minkus and his wife, Alessia, you should know that Kane's one of those few people that I go to that has been coaching me and working with me on a couple of things for helping to get my business to the next level. And um, I think if you get the opportunity to learn from him, just like I have noticed, it'll help you accelerate your results. Kane, where can people learn more about AI and what you guys have built and how they can start to learn from you to use it in their business? Um, yeah, so, well, where can you go to learn about AI is, um, is you gotta be careful, let's put it that way. So. You know, my background, you know, I've spent 25 years in Silicon Valley. I've started four tech companies that we've run to eight figures, uh, you know, piece. Um, you know, I, I sit on the board of several AI companies. We're developing stuff. So, you know, we're sharing with you these ideas, but there's a lot of noisy people out there that are jumping on the bandwagon. So the first thing I would say is be careful and understand the background of who you are working with. I, you know, I've, I've been buying different people's programs and masterminds to see how they're talking about and teaching about it. And I get into a lot of these things for five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand. And they're like sitting there playing with the toys, discovering it themselves. And I'm like, seriously, like, where's the expertise? So who I follow are a lot more of the AI experts or people who have been in Silicon Valley and AI for years or tech experts or things like that. So we bring a lot of that. So first thing I'd say is just be careful about where you learn about AI, because anything that's exciting and hot attracts a lot of noisy people that don't know much about what they're talking about. Now to learn AI from us, Go find us on social media and you will immediately get into our world. You can go to Kane and Alessia. You can go to KaneandAlessia.com. You can go to Kane and Alessia uh, Minkus on Facebook. And as soon as you get into our Facebook groups or Instagram groups or anything, we are talking about it there. We're advertising when we're doing classes, when we're doing things. And that's a great place to learn more about how we train people to think about it. Yeah, that's so cool. All right. And, uh, and then what, give me an idea. Like if I started the, AI course right now. It's an on-demand course. How long does it take for me to get through it and start implementing AI inside of my business? So we essentially built a six-week sprint to get people up to speed pretty fast. And we feel like that's a good starter platform to get people to a place where they really feel comfortable understanding how to choose which AI is the right thing for them. You know, AI is separated into several different categories. And so I'll just share this because it also dovetails back to how do people determine where is the usefulness of it for them. So it's, it, it's in text. So you've got AIs that work with text. So anything you have to do to create text for your work or for your business, then you've got your text AIs, right? So things like communication, like we were talking about, like uh, speeches, presentations, webinars, uh, communications to your company, your team, your leaders. I mean, I, I do a lot of uh, crafting communications for CEOs out to their partners, PR, things like that. All the tech stuff, right? Emails, text, all that stuff. Then you've got audio. So all the stuff where you have to do audio or present yourself through audio or speak to people, that can actually all be done. And there's a lot of text to audio AIs that are extraordinary now. I mean, back, you know, five plus years ago, we used to do audio and AI used to sound like Stephen Hawking's eye. This is yeah. Kate. Thank us. You know that. And that, that world's gone now. Now I put in things, text audio. I can even train it with my voice and it can sound exactly like Kane's AI, right? Which is pretty crazy. A little bit scary, but really, really, really cool. Also the same respect. 
Then it goes into images. You can be creating imagery. So anywhere you're putting images on things, whether it's pitch decks, presentation decks, whether you're, you're doing uh, shareholder reports or you know, if you're doing to your venture capital or whether you're doing your customers or clients or you're selling stuff, uh, internal presentations to your team. You can be generating images through incredible AI, whether it's Dolly or Midjourney or any other great image creators, and you can be creating that. Then you've got video, okay? And anywhere you need to create a video, we've been creating AI videos for our clients for marketing all over the place right now, and they love it because they don't have to appear on camera if they're not comfortable, but they also be able to move many, many, many professional videos out to the marketplace in a much shorter amount of time. And finally is actions. So AIs are covering actions, right? So if you want uh, your campaigns built on your CRM system, if uh, if you want your I don't know your website built or your landing pages designed, these actions are also produced out of AI. So it's kind of those five categories, Todd, that is where everything is headed around AI, and that's one way they can kind of separate as to where they want to head into to learn about it. So we teach them in basically six weeks how to go through these categories, how to understand, how to identify the processes that are draining their time, attention or they don't need to be doing because they can have AI assisting them. We help them understand what is appropriate and what probably needs to still be done by a human or personally managed. And in six weeks, we can expose them to three areas, how to get aware of the AIs that will help them and the areas they want to apply them, how to use prompt or what's called prompt engineering to get the most of the output because what you put into AIs, you get out. And the third area that we teach them is how to chain AIs together, how to take the output of one, put it in another, take that, put it in another, or how to have them work together to you know, send information across the, you know, the world together to design and create assets and outputs that's very valuable for the user. Okay, now do you have to be techie though to be able to do this? This sounds complicated. I mean, look, I mean, do you have to be techie? These AIs are being built where it's very, very low tech. I mean, you have to be communicative. And so one of the things that we're training people is in communication systems. Now, I, I, I mean, my clients are looking for professional outputs and they're looking for, let's say, um, yeah, I don't know, like, like quality experience. Like they don't, they don't want to put out, they don't want to play with these things and have toys. Like it's, they're not right. looking for the toy. They're looking for the professional output. So the design of these things is to be very, very good and very easy to get, to get like your prompts done. But we're at a stage where it's not like, it's like a no, it's not like a no brainer. You don't just go in there and you just do stuff and boom, like you're, you know, you're rich and famous. It's not how it's working yet. And hopefully it will never get there because I think that in order to get it where it's so dummy down, we're going to lose the power of what we really have with AI. So I think it's, it's you know, I don't want to, I don't want to just, you know, it's, it's easy to just say it's simple. Anybody, anybody can do it, but it's a time for you to apply yourself, to educate yourself. Just like on cooking, anybody can cook. You can take out a pot and vegetables and you can, you cook your stuff. But if you want to create a quality meal, then you need to put a little bit of time in learning how to be a better chef. Yeah. And so it's not about becoming a professional at AI. It's about taking some time to learn and become extraordinary in an area that is critical. It's like if you eat every day, you've probably taken time to understand how to put food together. Absolutely. I, what I've noticed throughout my career <clears throat> with myself or with clients of mine, anytime somebody goes slightly out of their lane to learn a new technology that's going to help them excel back in their lane to another level their career takes off and i watched this happen with a breast surgeon from northern virginia who i trained in how to use video in his practice four years later he became the white house chairman of the president's cancer panel it's like what did he have to do learning video and then when he used video it accelerated his career like nothing else and so i would think that any type of 
business leader, instead of handing this off to one of your minions, it's such a critical piece of where the world is going that if you learn from Kane on how to use AI appropriately, you can get it built inside your company, you can figure out how to build it yourself, hire somebody to take the next missing piece steps, or you could just simply supervise your team on it. But the most important thing is that you understand it at the same type of level that your team can, so you can then leverage your expertise and be a leader in the growth around it. And that's our three levels of training. We train people to understand it and use it for themselves. And then the next kind of level up, then we're training people how to be called, what we call the AI assisted advisor. So you could go out and advise others on it, whether it's just in your, within your company or whether you actually wanna make a living as a AI consultant or helping companies transform through AI. And then the third level up from there is building it. How do you build it? And this is what's cool is that the, the, the engines and the platforms to build AI are actually much simpler than anything we've seen in other major technologies. And so we are gonna see an explosion of AI. Everybody I know right now is working on you know AI, even people who are totally non-techie, they're like building stuff for themselves, creating their own chatbots, their own coaches, their own you know things yeah. like that. So, and that's gonna just keep exploding to the point where we're gonna test the limits to see how much can we get out of our hands so we can just have our time back. We've all just yeah. gotten so busy. We're just so busy, 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 man. I have three kids, 13, eight, and four years old. And like what AI has done for me, even just in the last six months to a year and playing around with it is it's given me probably about 40% of my week back. And I have this, I have like this natural sense to go, oh, I could fill it up with more stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, 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 like <clears throat> I just got that back. Like, let's fill it up with time with the kids, you know, or time with the wife or go exercise more. Like, like we can do that. We'll have to fight the urge to just get busier and busier. I mean, some will go, hey, now I got more time. I can run more businesses, make more money, do more things, invest in more stuff. Right. And you can, but you can also just take more breath and you can have yeah. more time for yourself. Which is what most leaders don't reward themselves with is the ability to have more space so they could strategize or invest it with people that they love. He's Caden Minkus. He's a dear friend. He's a mentor. I just signed a book for him, thanked him for his mentorship in the um, way that I signed the book. And you should go to caneandalessia.com, get into Kane's world, start learning from him. And you'll be surprised how fast your rocket ship takes off inside of your business because you're leveraging the power of AI, earning more time back and becoming a much smarter business leader that's using the tools that'll help you earn your time back and find those opportunities inside of your business to be able to make significant advantages. Kane, thank you so much. By the way, is there anything else besides kaneandalessia.com and Facebook that you would like people to go and um, be a part of your world? No, I mean, kanemakers.com as well. I just have, you know, I have a little bit of my own world of some geeky stuff that I like that's separate from my wife when we work together. My yeah, wife's a nine-time serial entrepreneur as well. So we try to do everything together because we love it, but she's got some of the things she likes to do, some of the things I like to do. Um, but funny enough, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to jump uh, because I'm on the board of an AI company and they're waiting for me for the board meeting to go create their AI and proliferate into the world. So I'm going to jump. Get out of here. There Thank we have it. Thank you so much, Kane. Um, and bye everybody and thank you Kane for a great episode yo that was a powerful episode and from what we just learned it should be obvious how you can now implement these lessons in your life to get to the next level now before you bounce I just have three quick thoughts first thank you for taking me on your incredible life journey second 
If you receive some value from me and you want to pay it forward, it would mean the world to me if you left an honest rating and review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. I'd be incredibly grateful. And lastly, if you share this episode, whether it be a screenshot or a photo from where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories or LinkedIn, Facebook, or any of the social media sites, just tag me and the guest. I'll repost your content and I'll reply back in the comments because I love mixing it up. In fact, I'd love to share your shout outs in my feed too. Not only are these shout outs really good for you and for me, but they also help us book more amazing guests because they'll be able to see the reach that you're helping to cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So thank you again for listening. And I look forward to earning a regular spot inside that ear of yours. Let's grow.